Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. Joining us on the podcast is former NFL football player Mark Pattison. Hey, thanks. To, uh, good to be on here. Woo! Yeah. And who have you brought with you here? Oh, uh, oh God, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I think I called him Jimbo. We went through a harrowing event <laughs> together. On yeah, Everest. I don't know what one of the one of the one of the one of the uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the mountain bellhop, Sherpa. Sherpa. I'm a Sherpa. Yeah. Yeah, and and this he's, is, he's like a bellhop. He carries your bags, yeah. right? And you recently climbed Mount Everest. I did. I climbed Mount Everest. One of the most amazing accomplishments that anyone can do with their life. So I you, stood on top of the world. That's how amazing I we, am. We let them give us names because they <laughs> give us wrong names anyways. Oh, Jimbo, Jimbo. Yep. He saw me do this. I think Jimbo was pretty impressed by I carried, the sort of athletic specimen. I carried specimen his bags and went that, ahead. Uh, and, that I am. As a former professional football player, I think everybody on that mountain was like, hey, this guy's here to raise raise the level a little bit for us. And Jimbo, how many times have you climbed Mount Everest? Oh, 1,247. That's also very impressive. Yep. Right, but not, I mean, he was like carrying bags. He wasn't like climbing to the top like I was. Right, but even a little more weighted. And anyway, anyway, I guess congratulations. Thank you. You want to see the picture? Jimbo took one of me in the I top of the mountain. I would love to see the picture. Uh, they yeah. make me hold their iPhones and take pictures along the way. Well, I'm carrying 150 pounds worth of tents. Yeah, and and oxygen. We needed some oxygen too. I have to carry the oxygen tanks. When they start running out of oxygen, I actually have to breathe into the tanks. Just give them my oxygen. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Jimbo, kind of, kind of stepping on my. I mean, that's the oh, the sure. full yeah. service yes. type of uh, you know value that you provide as yes. a Sherpa. By the, I assume this was a company that you yeah. went out Listen, to. Listen, I'm not sure why we're spending so much time talking to the help here. <laughs> well, I think I think part of it is while you climb Mount Everest, which is a great accomplishment, also one important, of the greatest accomplishments, right? Standing on top of the world I in mean, a literal to, to sense. have both played in the National Football League and to have climbed the tallest mountain in the world. You know, I mean, there's still less people in the Writers Guild of America, but still, <laughs> what I what I want to say is it's it's a very impressive feat. However. In all the articles, it said you almost died up there. This was touch and go for a second. Yeah, well, you got to understand, I'm uh, I'm accustomed to pushing myself, you know, and to, to really laying it all out there. And I wanted to make sure that I was doing what I could do for the team. Uh, you know, the, the uh, team. really this helping feels like the team. an individual event, though. Uh, well, you know, but my, I had a team attitude to it, so I pushed myself pretty hard, and sure enough, like, I was there to help the team out. The team was here to like help to me out. I like to think that I'm a member of the team, too. Because well, I you're like the water boy, I guess, but uh, okay. oxygen boy, as it were. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we all sort of helped each other out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, I, you know, you might have died up there if not for me, right? No, I was fine. <laughs> Actually, the weather was pretty temperate the whole time. I imagine it's really the weather, cold up there. The really weather cold. on Everest sometimes probably wild and extreme, right? You get used to it. Well, I used after, to play football. I, I climb Everest so. all day, every day. That's my full time job, so that I can make enough money to feed my family. Can I say your calves look amazing? They, uh, that's because all I do is climb Everest. That's well, my again, entire life. I don't know why we're talking Jimbo's about the Asian great shape and also calves. The articles kind of stated that Jimbo was crucial to your survival. 
Yes. Well, like we were all crucial to each other's survival. Like, I don't know if Jimbo and the other Sherpas, without seeing me to inspire them, would they have been able to do this? I made the mistake of getting a little too far ahead, and he almost died. But we make sure that they don't, because they're our clients at the end of the day. I mean, I was shouting at him. I was like, Johnny! Jim, I forgot which one he was, but uh, I was name shouting doesn't matter. <laughs> they say and, part of the company that I work through says that you're not allowed to have a name. Oh, just, so just climb, just climb. Well, hey, you know what? That's the name of the company. Just climb. Just I climb. mean, it's. I think it's important to focus on core competencies, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and so, if you don't really need a name, just focus on the yep. climbing. You yep, know, it's just called just climb tourists. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he was getting a little too far ahead. Fortunately, I had a better sense of the pacing, so I kept sort of shouting at him. But then, yeah, he just he kept on going up there ahead, and, and eventually I did run into a little bit of trouble, got a little short of breath, you know, but like I said... Here's what we're saying. This is what I I'm was saying. there for the and team, Jimbo, the team was there for me. Jimbo kind of came in, and in a sense, saved your life a little bit. Again, that's I don't know that you want to accentuate an individual accomplishment. Yeah, the team he was, was like face, this. He was face down in the snow, and I picked him up and carried him on my back along with the tent and oxygen. I remember at one point he dropped his Oakleys, and he said, you have to go back and get it. So I had to walk back up the mountain. Yeah, still well, carrying I mean, to go get, we were at base camp, him. and I was like, listen, I didn't even drop him near the top. I dropped him like three camps up. He, what he said was those glasses are worth more than your life, so I had to go get them. I mean, I think technically that's true. <laughs> In any sense, obviously you have a great deal of gratitude for everything Jimbo and the team did for you. Which is why Jimbo's here today, right? Well, yeah. Well, I, I thought Jimbo also was probably here for the gratitude he shows to me for ha- taking him in this incredible I do experience. Appreciate the to, money that'll feed my Mount family Everest. for six months. Well, I mean, where else would would Jimbo get a chance to climb Mount Everest if not for for someone like myself? I mean, just climb tourism only gives me ten percent of the money that he gives. They keep the other ninety percent, but that's enough money to feed my family for a while. I've got another climb right after this. Jimbo, I don't think a, the listeners at home want to hear about your family. And the okay. next guy that I've got is uh, is an 85-year-old billionaire. <laughs> so I've got a... This one is going to be a hard one. Huh. Well... I'm going to have to carry better him Better be careful because, yeah, I mean, the amount of athletic effort that it takes to climb the mountain. Yeah, I mean, this this 85-year-old billionaire... For me to walk all the way up and then all the way back down. Oh, this one I've, I've got... He, luckily, he has a wheelchair, so I can literally push him up. It's great to hear that it's ADA accessible. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have a wheelchair. Well, right. it didn't seem like you needed one as you were draped over uh, Jimbo's shoulders. Well, I mean, a wheelchair would have helped. I a was lot. draped over Jimbo's shoulders nice. for a portion of it. Yeah, you know, right. just like thirty or forty percent of the climb, I think. But, but I mean, not even a majority of the. And climb. I don't want to focus, you know, too much on Jimbo. But Jimbo, when he was draped over your shoulders, um, near death. How did you nourish and feed him and provide him with things like, you know, water and that sort of thing? Oh, we actually carry with us, uh, they look kind of like baby bottles uh, full of protein shakes. And so I just put it it gently in his mouth and he suckled as we climbed down the mountain. That's Uh, great. He was crying a little bit, so I had to pat him on his butt while he kind of fell asleep. But it's good. It really calms down your clients to to pat their butt while you give them their baby bottle. Let's not. Let's not really a baby. It resembles a baby bottle, but it's bigger. It's a gallon. Right, and it's full of protein. Full of protein. I mean, and that's a great contingency to have as a company and as a sherpa. I'm sure helps you do your job. Let's not gloss over here. I mean, sure, he provided me with. A little bit of protein shake and a little help at a key moment, but I provided him with the inspiration of a professional athlete, my, myself coming 
coming all the way out to Everest to sort of show him like, hey, I know this is like your turf. Uh, it's nice for me. I, I ran a quick little uh, mini camp, show everybody how to play football. Uh, before that, That's fine. I did injure three or four of the Sherpas pretty badly. Oh yeah, you uh, so that was that was unfortunate. But yeah. other than that, I really feel like you know, without me, so sort of the inspiration of being around an NFL player has got to be a huge thing. For That's these guys. true. I would not have even been on Everest if he didn't inspire me by paying me money. Yeah. See, was it nice? I imagine it's a it's a lot of work taking up clients like yourself who are be who are part of the team. But but Jimbo, well, I guess it's a lot what of I'm work wondering, uh, helping those Sherpas out in their job too. You know, when when he's kind of conked out over your shoulders with a yeah. bit of a protein bottle shake, is it kind of nice to get some? I guess alone, quiet time away from the client. Oh, it's it's it is nice to have that. So I get to sing. I mean, they only let us sing lullabies when we're when we we're around our clients because you need it's, we find it very calming. And they need to be calm. Most of them are very hyper. They'll bring monster energy drinks. They'll throw their cans over the side of the mountain. I like uh, My Only Sunshine. Yeah. Written by a former governor of Louisiana, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. And when I sing You Are My Sunshine, then they're crying a little bit. It really calms the crying. So they don't cry as yeah, hard. I don't specifically remember crying, but uh, but no, you were is. pretty out of Maybe it. Maybe you were point. crying, Jimbo, and you're just, you're forgetting, you know, because I was, was Pretty Whatever it takes there. to get a bigger tip. Are there any other... Do you tip Sherpas? Usually, but Ooh, you didn't. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, I guess, lastly, I guess, are there any other, uh, I guess, contingencies or things you have to keep in mind when you're working with an athletic client such as uh, Max Patterson? Yeah, I mean, the most important thing to remember is that they're always going to think that they're better climbers than they are, and they exude way too much confidence, so... You've got to kind of play into this idea of their God complex. What part of my athleticism did you find most impressive? So they've got this God complex, and you have to constantly kind of feed them like you're praying to a God. the size of my Uh, lap? Could you give me an example? Yeah, like, for example, you would go on a podcast with them, and you will, uh, they will bloviate about how strong and important they are but really at the end of the day you should really see me what they're doing is spending money to risk my life and theirs because deep down inside they're idiots who are overconfident i mean ultimately i think the important thing is to take their money and help they survive so the next idiot will also give us money to help them climb the mountain i might be one of the better climbers ever it's just that i got a late start because of all that football yeah so it's our job to pick up their trash and do our best to make sure they don't die, but if they do, we just move on. What trash? I mean, All you of know what it is. Leave the... only footprints, take only pictures. Other than what a the lot of M and M's, oxygen tanks, they, yeah, and the power bar wrappers. And I was the... surprised he brought plastic bottles of water up with him, but I guess to each their own. Yeah, they bulge because of the altitude difference. It's pretty cool. They do. That's kind of fun. Is there a Sherpa that specifically takes responsibility for all of the trash? Oh yeah, we call him the Trash Man. <laughs> Unky he, he trash, climbs if I'm up, not mistaken. Yep, he just cl- yeah. climbs up and down the mountain and picks up the trash. And uh, we all we all tip him out of our 10%. Oh, we tip him 10%. That's nice. Kind of like CAA. You get your 10 of 10. <laughs> that's how they make their money. I'm next stop, Hollywood. Well, thank you very much, Jimbo and Max. Really <laughs> Don't know why you're thanking you him, but yeah, good to yep. be on. Good to be on. Good to save lives. That's our show. Email us at two and a half sportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms.